Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach. Now, they call me the queen of predictable sales results. Well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show. Because, well, this show is all about inspiration, not just in demystifying the client getting process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others including you. Now for me after, well, yeah, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to listen deeply and discover within women what's holding them back from having those deep, meaningful relationships. So I'm super excited to introduce Stephanie Worley. Now, as a relationship coach, Stephanie is passionate about empowering women to first heal their relationships with themselves so they can create deep, meaningful relationships with others in their lives. Now, her program, The Ultimate Rebound, is specifically for that time after romantic breakup. Now, Stephanie believes that this can be a powerfully transformative time to do this work and create the healthy, loving relationship that they're looking for. Now, she coaches through a process using evidence-based practices, focusing on the mind, body, spirit, by combining her knowledge from yoga training and being a licensed mental health counselor. Well, welcome, Stephanie. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Hi, Wendy. I'm happy to be here. Really excited to talk to you and your guests. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, I just love how you're helping women not only heal from those difficult breakups, but also empowering them to create that happy, healthy relationship with themselves first. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yeah, I've been through so many rough breakups <laughs> through the years and I'm married now and it's it's a transformation to really heal from those and, and find the one you want to spend your life with. Yeah, yeah, that's it does make life a whole lot easier when everybody's kind of in that loving relationship. So, and, you know, you just kind of mentioned a little bit in terms of having gone through several relationship breakups and suffering through that. But I'm curious exactly, you know, what was the inspiration or you know tipping point that prompted you to start this work, you know, your own coaching practice? Yeah, so I have been a licensed mental health counselor, and I was doing community-based work and really got burnt out from that. And um, I got a, did get a job at a hospital, which allowed me more free time to think about what I really want to do. And so I went through a coach certification training, I two different ones, actually, health coaching and then a life coaching. And I was so inspired by that work 
that I wanted to start my own coaching business and specifically with relationships. Um, I, I love to love. I love talking about love and relationships. I just think um, it's really like love is who we are at the core and um, that's how it, it shows up for us. And so um, going through breakups, though, it really is this transformation, this time to connect with your own inner love Mm -hmm. to um, and then be able to heal from the past relationships and create new loving relationships in your life. But it really starts with that inner work, which I had to do many times after my relationships over the years. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. And it's just so difficult to at least for so many people that I know of to maintain that clean slate, you know, after you've suffered a very difficult relationship breakup, you know, to have optimism. So I love the focus that you have in terms of, you know, let's look, let's look within, let's look at you first and and start Mm -hmm. there. So yeah, I love that. So how long have you had your own practice and has your, you know, business mission or vision evolved during that time? Oh, yes. I've had lots of niche, niche drama over the years. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, started my LLC. I started in 2019 okay. um, in doing health coaching. And oh. then I went into uh, relationship coaching, but specifically focusing on like emotional abuse recovery. So one of yeah. my past relationships was very emotionally abusive. Um, and then I went to just rebounding from relationships. And then I kind of in my niche changed to, you know, anxiety management and mental health wellness. And then it kind of circled back more recently to really focus again on relationships and rebounding in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. I had a few close friends who went through some really rough uh, breakups recently. And it, um, it just really honed in on like, okay, this is the work that needs to be done. I just kept coming back to relationships as like my calling. Right. Yeah. No, I, it, it, it makes sense since you have this deep connection and, and clarity around the fact that, you know, love is who we are, you know, at the mm-hmm. essence. And so it, it makes total sense that, you know, your path would, would land you back in that core belief and, and thing that really sounds to me anyway, like it, it drives you. It's, it's the place from which you start. So yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, besides the, you know, meandering trail of, of discovering, you know, where your expertise and, and zone, zone of genius really lines up, have there been any other big roadblocks or, you know, challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in building your practice? Oh, definitely. Like all the time. <laughs> all the time. It's still happening, time. huh? Of course. Welcome to entrepreneurism. <laughs> yeah. I think there was someone quoted it as saying, new level, new devil. Like every level, ah. there's there's more there. Um right. so really my my brain is my biggest roadblock. Like mm. the way sometimes I think, like I, I really had to get over beating myself up. Um, sometimes I get into like uh, a grabby or like a neediness for clients. Like I have to get clients. Mm -hmm. Um, or especially in the beginning, there was a lot of like spinning and confusion, just like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. And Mm. when I kept repeating that, like I never got anywhere. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, and then my, one of my biggest supporters is my mom, but she, 
she was very excited for me to get that job at the hospital and thought that was like mm-hmm. the dream job. And why would you give yes. that up to pursue this questionable career of coaching? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was hard to, you know, she guided me through my whole life, obviously, you know, most of sure. my whole childhood and most of my adulthood. Mm-hmm. And so for me to go against like her mm-hmm wishes or visions was another obstacle like that I had to work on for me like my relationship with my mom was something I had to work on right yeah oh that's that's huge especially when you've been probably receiving her admiration and accolades your whole life (laughs) and now you're tapping into you know the way you described it you were just feeling I, I think you said a little burnt out or just not really mm-hmm. loving your work uh, as a mental health counselor. And mm-hmm. so you weren't feeling connected with the fulfillment and meaningful you, right? And so then to share it with your mom and she's feeling that disappointment with, what are you thinking? <laughs> Have you lost your mind? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, and, and that's so common. You know, we, we have our trusted circle of people in our, in our lives. And, you know, the first thing we want is to have everybody cheering us on. But as soon as you step into a new setting uh, or venture or vision, then it's always questionable if everyone's on board. So, well, can you share maybe a little, you know, one technique or something that you did that helped or supported you to be able to, you know, stand strong with your vision in spite of your mom not being your cheerleader? Yeah. So I, I get a lot of coaching. I get coached. I do my own self-coaching. I have had to get over the fear resistance to investing in myself in this work. Um, And that has paid back so much in returns of being able to to do my own work and to clean up my own mind and love my mom and love that she has her own opinions. And of course she just wants what's best for me. Um, But, and, and really believing that not just like (laughs) trying to think happy thoughts, but believing that in her. Um, So yeah, that, that self-coaching and investing in my own, my own mental health and my own work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, tapping into your, your own genius and applying it to yourself, which is not always easy. You know, it's funny how uh, I've noticed lots of people that have like pool cleaning businesses or, you know, lawn maintenance and, and they have a terrible lawn or, you know, they have Mm -hmm. a a green pool. So, you know, we get into this mode of, oh, I can help you, but, oh, my relationship. No, it's really not that great, but I'm glad that to hear that you just validated, obviously, your own expertise and and processes within. So yeah, that's great. And, and, you know, obviously, Stephanie, you're, you're an expert at empowering women with the ability to love themselves first, in order to create those loving, fulfilling relationships with others. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, sales part? Of being in business now, this is a very different skill set. Uh, do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? 
Yeah, selling used to scare me. <laughs> uh, I used to think like, I'm not good at it. I didn't like it. I thought it was really like icky. Um, but again, through that self-coaching um, and through business coaching, I've really cleaned up my thoughts about it um, and and do enjoy it. Like I see coaching is selling and selling is coaching. It's all sort of the right. same. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm having much more fun, which makes it much easier and I want to engage in it more. Um, mm-hmm. So one thing though, is that on my coaching calls is overcoming objections. Everyone, it's so, of course, the brain has objections to wanting to do change and wanting to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right. really being able to stay in my coaching brain and not go into like, I want the sale brain Mm -hmm. (laughs) and stay in that clean mindset of coaching my clients through the, their objections so that they can be in alignment with themselves so that they can do what they actually want to do Mm -hmm. um, and create those relationships in their life, even though it might be scary for them to commit to coaching. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's I, I love everything that you have said, because it is, you know, first and foremost, objections are grounded in fear. Mm-hmm. You know, the fear around a lot of things, you know, scarcity, self-worth, um, mm-hmm. you know, deservedness, that's kind of self-worth. But but basically, the core to every objection is fear. And so if you'd like, I would love to provide you with a little bit of insight around how to reframe or, or do a, a couple different techniques here that, that could shift that if you'd like. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. And I, I love, like I said, the fact that you brought into you, you know, this conversation, the mindset of coaching as selling and selling as coaching, because not too many people, they usually go... T- totally into, okay, I'm in sales mode, you know, which is awful based on whatever their preconceived idea of that is uh, because of some experience that they had or this perception that they learned from others about what selling or a sales person Mm -hmm. is. So there's usually that hurdle to overcome first. So you've already gotten over that hurdle, which I love. And so the interesting thing is, since you're already, you know, down this path quite a ways, which like I said, is, is wonderful. Understanding that objections are seated in fear and that your ideal client probably has fears around, do they deserve a happy, healthy relationship? You know, who knows what is going on or they've experienced in their past. So when you're in the part of the enrollment conversation where you're, you're discovering who this person is, what their, what their mindset is around relationships, around their own relationship with themselves and around their own values. Um, What works really well is to think in terms of, okay, when we get to the opportunity to ask them for the commitment right? Because it's asking for the commitment to work with you, similar Mm -hmm. to what they have done previously. And just recently that has imploded on them. They entered into a relationship of commitment and it went sideways. It ended up in destruction. 
And so as you're doing your enrollment conversation and, and leaning into your coaching abilities to really accentuate and illuminate that element of, you know, what are the signals that entering into a new commitment would serve them or would provide a different situation without going too coachy, right? Because we don't want to turn this into a coaching session. I always advise my clients, you know, a big part of coaching is illuminating and presenting the opportunity for the person to take notice of and kind of find that answer within. And so what I'm leaning here towards and trying to get to is for you to reverse engineer, okay? Not to go too analytical on you, but that's just my brain. This big pinnacle of commitment into your your enrollment conversation so that you already have clarity for them to empower them with the ability to make a, a new commitment. And, and so when you get to the opportunity of, all right, would you like to enter into a commitment of working together so that you will now have the tools, techniques, and clarity around discovering your own self-love so that you can achieve help, happy, healthy, meaningful relationships. They're more grounded. They don't like go into survival mode. You've already mm-hmm. prepared them for a, a, an opportunity to step back into the danger zone as, as their brain is trying to keep them safe. Does this make sense? Is this landing at all for you? Yes. I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just thinking it through in terms of who your ideal client is and what's going to trigger them. And, and so you don't want to trigger them. You want to support them. Right. Create right. a safe space for them to like yeah. want to be in a relation, a new relationship, which is right. the coaching relationship. Yeah. Exactly. And, and empower them with their own sense of trust in themselves. Yes, this is right. Instead of triggered into every relationship I go into is a mess. It's a nightmare. It's, I always get burned. The guy's always an idiot. The gal's always, you know, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, help them realize that that's a pattern and that's not a real, anyway, we could go on and on. This is not about me. It's about you, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you've gained some insights and clarity here around how to reframe your own mindset and to be a little bit more intentional about your questions early in your enrollment conversation so that you can more fully support your ideal potential client. Yes. Thank you. All right. Okay, good. Well, be sure to let me know, you know, I'm always curious as to how this lands in real life, you know, so be sure to, to let me know that next conversation, how things go. So, and you know, it's interesting to me because we've just come out of this huge strainful time on relationships. You know what I'm referring to, right? The pandemic. Mm -hmm. I mean, good heavens. It just, it started two years ago and it hit hard uh, with, you know, social distancing where we're separated from relations, but yet a lot of people were brought face to face, you know, 24 seven with relationships uh, because of the whole social distancing thing. And, and now we're in the aftermath, but a lot of things came up for people. Uh, It was an awakening. It was a catalyst. It was, you know, there was a lot going on. So I'm curious to hear, you know, what 
has the impact of the pandemic, you know, how has that impacted the work you do? Yeah, uh, it, it definitely has an impact that the awakening is a good word for that. <laughs> uh, I think there have been a lot of people who've been in relationships who it's it's just pulled them apart the the pandemic and it's mm-hmm. it's really how we deal with stress how we deal with anxiety uncertainty and a lot of times in our day-to-day life we can just him and him and haw along and just forget ignore things and i think that's a lot with what happens in relationships um that aren't really loving and meaningful. It's like, well, it's not horrible, but it's not great. I'll just keep going. Yeah. I'll um, stay and, busy pe- and, and uh, kind of yeah. distract myself. Right. <laughs> right. And then it just, and then four years go by and you're like, well, I'm not really happy. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, yeah, we have some good times, but the pandemic like magnified and highlighted a lot of things that we didn't want to look at um, mm-hmm. both at in relationships, but also individual singles. Um, people who were alone and and had to be alone and weren't able to go out and see people. Yeah. That was also a very stressful time for them. So a lot of my clients struggled on both sides of that and dealing with that. Um, I had a coworker who broke up a relationship at the very beginning of the pandemic. And then they were like, they were broken up, but stuck to- together oh, in the same my house. Goodness. The same oh, apartment. no. Oh, that's yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> oh, Lots to talk about, lots to process um, in in regards to that. And on a personal level, like how do you manage stress and anxiety? Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So when, depending on how you manage your own stress for yourself is, is going to be how you manage a stressful relationship or a stress that comes up in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's really just brought this sense of awareness, which is a lot of what I do in my work yeah. Yeah. Increasing awareness. Mm-hmm. So in other words, your phone has been ringing off the hook. That's an old fashioned <laughs> statement, but you know, it's like, Stephanie, Stephanie, help, help, help. <laughs> yes. I'm so, here. Yes. I, I kind of assumed that, you know, based on what I know of a lot of people in my orbit, um, what they have been experiencing. And so, so yeah, well, you know, how do you work with women who want to finally have that meaningful, loving, fairy tale relationship with others. Can you share a little about your philosophy uh, or your approach? Yeah, and it's totally available in there. And I'm living proof that you can have an amazing (laughs) marriage and relationship. Um, So I have my background in therapy, a mental health therapy. I do do therapy, but I, I pull from a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy, motivational interviewing and mindfulness techniques. And then I have my yoga background. So I pull from mm-hmm. a lot of like Buddhist and Hindu philosophies and breath work and like physical movement to release stress and tension. So in my program, the ultimate rebound, I do create a mind, body, spirit practices using evidence-based techniques to help women work through each one of those areas a little deeper each time. Um, So it's a six month one-on-one coaching program. And yeah, we do thought work to work on the mind and we help them help them learn how to manage and, and actually process emotion. Mm-hmm. and help them heal from the past and then help them develop and create a loving relationship for themselves in the present 
And those two come first. And then we look at the future and your soul, your spirit, getting in alignment and getting ready for a healthy, loving, deep and meaningful relationship. So knowing what you want and living in alignment and creating the life that you love, whether or not you're in a relationship, but when you're in love with yourself and what what you do in the world, you will attract your love, your future partner. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that's how I do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that, that makes so much sense. And I love the fact that you have this background in, in mental health therapy and are combining, have combined that with the yoga work and the breath and movement. And, and so the clinical with the spiritual, and mm-hmm. it's just like this, this beautiful holistic approach that is scientific, but yet spiritual. And, uh, you know, the whole idea of aligning with yourself, you know, boy, that's deep work. That is, most people are, you know, so accustomed to just kind of navigating their life based on outside you know, Mm -hmm. guidance prompts, you should, or this is how you do it, or this, you know, it's how we were, for the most of us brought up in our culture, you know, with Mm -hmm. the outside telling us, you know, what to do, how to think, but not to feel, don't feel that way. Oh, get over that. That's not that big a deal. And Mm -hmm. so the last thing we learn is what's within, you know, and seeking that alignment with self. So yeah, Yeah, we we would want to make we want to make mom happy. Yes. Yeah. Want yeah. To get that grade. Wanted, you know, yes. sit straight, sit, you know, put my elbows down you know, everything for everybody else. So yeah. who am I? I have no clue. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm who everybody else wants me to be. And that kind of mentality, it, that's, that's deep work to get to that alignment. You know, it's a, it's one word, but oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, I can understand sure. why uh, this is really impactful work that you do. Yeah, I love it. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this powerful work that you do? Yeah, so the best place to keep in touch with me would be on Instagram at Stephanie Worley, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-W-O-R-L-E-Y. And I post there all the time. And I have a breakup survival guide and it's an uh-huh. email sequence of uh, four, e- four days of emails with 16 plus tips addressing the mind, body, and soul things you can do right now to start feeling better. Nice. That's great. And so they can find that in your profile. Uh, yeah, or your, there's a, a link in my profile. Mm-hmm. Okay. The breakup survival guide. Wow. That's mm-hmm. great. All right. Awesome. So that is, so you can find you on Instagram at Stephanie Worley. Uh, and that's S T E P H A N I W O R L E Y Stephanie Worley. And be sure to, you know, navigate around and find that breakup survival guide that she's created. All right. Fantastic. And, you know, I would just love for you to maybe share a golden nugget of wisdom here. You've already imparted so much in terms of relationships and really understanding that whole realm of things. But if you could maybe share with our listeners who might be doubting their ability to succeed or frustrated with their, their business, something that you know, you've learned along the way in building your own business. If you could share a golden nugget, that would be wonderful. Yes. And frustrations and self-doubt, they're they're going to be there 
yeah. they will be there. So my biggest what did advice you call would that? be new, new level, new devil. Yeah. <laughs> so let those be there. Cause when we resist them, that's when they get bigger. And I would suggest processing them with someone who's not going to believe them. Mm. So someone who's not going to believe like, Oh yeah, you, you, that is too much for you. <laughs> that mm-hmm. someone who will be like, well, how is it the right amount or someone to ask you those questions and is not going to believe your self-doubt. Hmm. Um, and then, great. yeah, work with work from a place of abundance and love. So when you let go of this frustration and self-doubt you refocus on how you're already abundant and how you have so much love to give. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is really powerful um, and obviously an element of, of how you support your clients. But I just love that allowing versus, resi- res- well, I put in the allowing word, I was just taking notes, but not resisting, yeah. <laughs> but processing these doubts with someone who doesn't believe in those self-doubts, you know, mm-hmm. and that is, I just had to pause for a minute because people love validating you know, mm-hmm. that, those self-doubts, that's almost like our natural thing to do. And the way that you said it, it's like, wow, that is a whole different uh, paradigm. Yeah. To look for those people that won't validate those self-doubts. So yeah, I love that. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much. It has just been so great hearing about your journey from your early career, you know, as uh a licensed mental health counselor, and you get this great job at a hospital, and you're making a, a you know huge difference there. But it's just not really speaking to you, and it's not that thing that's that's lighting you up. Even though you're supporting and serving and making a big difference for others, you decided you know you looked within, and it's like, man, I would just love to have my own business. And so leaning into getting your certifications in life coaching, health coaching, and taking this meandering uh, journey to landing into the thing that spoke most to you. And that is love, the love Mm -hmm. to, to, you know, the focus on loving and that love is who we are. So it's just been, you know, so awesome to hear your story. And and now this impactful work that you're doing as a relationship coach, empowering women to first heal their relationship with themselves so that they can create those deep, meaningful relationships with others in their lives. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you so much, Wendy, for having me. It's been so fun to be able to share this. Yeah. And uh, again, for our listeners, you can reach Stephanie Worley through Instagram. Be sure to follow her. Stephanie Worley is her handle and be sure to download that fantastic resource that she's created, the breakup survival guide. All right. And for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, 
this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a Sales Blind Spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me in our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Stephanie Worley. And as always, here's to your success.